So, first things first, the 16th of May has come and gone, Dennis, um, and unfortunately for me, you didn't forget, I was can, I don't very, think you can, very much hoping you would. I don't think you can underestimate how many reminders and alarms I set. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'd even forgotten it. It's like my phone was like, it's Riley's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. I got a message, uh, my calendar on my computer was like, it's Riley's birthday tomorrow. Yep. I woke up in the morning and my f- Alexa goes, you uh, have that's one good. message. We're one minute into the show and I'm already today. having to edit stuff out. Sorry, can continue. My bad. Uh, Patreon.com slash have a listen to this if you want the full potty mouth version. This oh, yeah. Riley swears in the Patreon exclusive. I part did actually. I did. I said the F word. I said the <laughs> F word, everyone. Just be careful. Watch out when you look at that one. I said the F word. Go on. Don't play that around your parents. Um, but yeah, my, the, the Amazon Echo is like, it is Riley's birthday today. I was like, okay, we got it. I got my yeah. bases covered. <laughs> And yet it still took cool. you until quarter to nine in the morning to send me that message. So um, that's, that's as soon as I woke up. Wow. Lazy boy. Um, no, look, I appreciate it. I think, thank, you for, uh, thank you for thinking of me. Um, I tell you what, can I tell you something? Dennis, I absolutely cleaned up. Holy moly. I, I you sent me up. a photo of your birthday haul, dude. It's no joke. So Megan is just the best at giving presents. And that's what I want to talk about today, right? Because I want to tell you about the, I want to, I want to go through and, and tell you all the things uh, that she got me. Mm-hmm. Starting with something very weird, right? It's, I think it's a Megan's family thing, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you can tell me this is normal or not. Megan's family tend to like pad out birthday presents by getting like snacks and treats for people, right? So like you'll that's have a bunch, uncommon, you bunch of normal presents, but then yeah. you'll have just like a bag of lollies or a bag of chips. Oh well, no. I like well. I like like you know. Like I really enjoy like a Terry's chocolate orange. No, so not not special stuff. Favorite. Just like Megan. So oh. Megan got me to kick things off, and this is not. This is starting really at the real. You know, this is the real. You know, this is the. These are the equivalent of stocking fillers here. Megan got me some like pot noodles, essentially, like some <laughs> cup of soup things. <laughs> Just that to... feels less like a padded gift and more like careless Oh, oh, oh we've got a live rebuttal from Megan. We've got a live rebuttal from Megan. Hang on, Megan's claiming. What did you say that they're my favourite ones? From the UK, so they don't they don't get made here. They're not my favourite ones. What? You didn't oh, get my favourite ones. The... You got me the the the. the... Yeah, you got me garbage flavors. If you got me the if you got me the good flavors, it'd be a very different conversation. But no, no, terrible wow. flavors. So you, she, she gets no points for it's the thought that counts on this. No, no, oh, no, definitely not. No, for this one, absolutely not. But wrapped up with them were two bottles of hot sauce, Dennis, which I was very excited by. First one, I saw that. delicious Louisiana Chipotle, right, uh, with Cajun spice, two chilies, right. Very much looking forward to that. That one's going to go down real smooth on, on some chicken. The other one, <clears throat> Carolina Reaper Extra Hot with Black Garlic. Four chilies. Four, four out of four little flame emojis, yeah. So, Dennis, if I don't record a podcast next week, <laughs> you'll know it's because I've been burnt to, burnt to a crisp by the Carolina Reaper Bullseye Extra Hot Black Garlic Flavored Carolina Reaper Hot Sauce here because that was... I mean, it's, just, it's just to feel something, dude, right? I understand. <laughs> you know, I get it. I'm, I like hot sauce. I'm very afraid of that. Anyway... Got me a bunch of other cool stuff. She bought me a copy of the um, the popular television video game, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, which I'm absolutely so is loving. It ter- two asides. One, we get into a whole thing about this in the Patreon pre-show where I yeah, tell Riley that, Zel- that Zelda sucks. And um, I tell him that it's really good and we and, and never the twain shall meet. But no, I think it's uh, Tears. I think it's, t- I thought it was Tears as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's tears, but I mean, there's a lot of tear shaped. I can hear Megan crinkling and crunkling in the back as well. She's obviously this is her. This is, 
I did have some Doritos, mate, because I was quite hungry. There were some delicious burger-flavored Doritos on special at Coles this week, so I snapped them up. They were very good. Actually, they're not so that you good. Said they, were, they, they weren't part of the birthday present? That was a separate? No, there's a separate purchase. That was just a purchase for Riley, but now I'm She so, ate all my M&Ms Riley. as well. She finished my M&Ms. We've, we had to, we had to <laughs> start buying. You you bought my. You finished my bag of M&Ms. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Where are they? I couldn't find them. Oh no! Oh no, Dennis! Oh, I've made a fatal! Oh, I've made a fatal misstep! Oh no, dude! Oh no, my M Ms are in the cupboard. Where were they? I just didn't see them. Oh, I didn't see them. They were hidden. She hid. She hid my M Ms, Dennis. She didn't eat them. Anyway, oh, it's a fatal blunder. I'll be paying for that one later. So, Riley, you sent me a photo of your presents that Megan got you. Yes, right? yes, yes. And there's a couple that I have some questions about. Okay, okay well let let let's 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 go through them. I, I I want to talk about every single one. So when the questions come up, right, just let me know which which ones. Gotcha. What, what do you want to know about? All right, so. Tears of the Kingdom, but getting into that in a major way, uh, four Zelda emo- uh, four Zelda amiibos, right? Because they more than I would expect. One of them is just Epona, the horse. Right? No, no, no. Links on the back, and that's not Epona. That's not. Oh, in this in this, in this photo, it looks like just uh, this was like a Megan present. This is just an amiibo horse. No, amiibo horse. No, 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 no. Link is on the back. So they reissued all the Zelda um, all the Zelda amiibos. So they they. Basically, I mean, for people who play Magic and listen to this podcast, which I imagine is a lot of them, basically they kind of reserve listed all of these amiibos. Like, yeah, it's a limited edition, never going to be printed again. And then eventually they, like years later with Tears of the Kingdom, like, nah, psych, <laughs> you can buy all of them now. Again, they reissued them all. Um, so I got four of them, which I'm very happy with. I like looking mm-hmm. at them. Um, she got me some cool T-shirts with some flowers on. I like flowered T-shirts. Uh, got me a bucket and spade. Which is um, so? What's this? About? I, I I see. Where's the bucket? Is the bucket the black thing with the wooden top? No, the bucket's the thing at the back that the t-shirts are mounted on. It's like a grey yeah, so plastic. Got, yeah, it's a big. So bucket. I showed Nikki this photo, and she was like, "Why does he? Why, why does Riley have a folding camp shovel? Is this for him to poop in the woods? Because yes. that's what that's kind well, of that's, for. That's one of the things that I'm going to use it for. But so we're at the beach, and I was watching some kids with great envy, just digging, digging in the sand, and like digging using a bucket and spade, like make sandcastles, and have a good time. And I was like, I would like mm-hmm. to dig a hole. And Megan's like, why don't you bring a shovel down to the beach, you idiot? And I was like, maybe I will. But then we don't have a shovel. So she went out and bought me a shovel because I like digging holes at the beach. I don't know what I don't know what else to say that in a way that isn't embarrassing for me, but I just enjoy like whenever you've I dig a hole at the beach the, with my hands. You've also crossed you've also crossed the threshold now where if you try to bring a shovel to the beach, it looks like you're going to bury a body unless like you're gonna make a sandcastle in your thirties. Yeah, That's yeah, a different exactly. vibe. So so it's a folding camp shovel, fits uh, it it, it uh, rolls up real uh, folds up real tight which is nice so i can take that down and, and play with my grown-up bucket and spade on the beach and I, uh, this was a this was definitely like not only the thought that counts because i also love it but this was a very very thoughtful gift right this was a gift mm. that like made me laugh out loud when she handed over a bucket with wrapping paper over the top of it and i took the wrapping paper off and inside was a shovel like it was it was a very clever and very thoughtful gift right anyway um, got a little model of Darth Vader holding his arms out, like like he's proffering a, a sword, um, but his hands are empty. And on his hands, you can lay a pen. So it's like a Darth Vader pen holder, right? So he's like holding out yep, a pen for cool. you. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, and then uh, the two pieces, oh no, sorry, there are two books, right? One called The Porcelain God, A Social History of the Toilet, right? Love it. 10 out of 10. Surprise, enjoy that surprise one you, haven't re- you didn't write this, to be honest. And then another one called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, which is a modern translation of the world's oldest known joke book, right? Now, this this is an ancient Greek text that is filled with some just absolutely brilliant jokes. So there are some there are some stinkers, right? But 
What I love about this is that there are jokes in that book that people have been laughing at for 2,000 years. And it's a way that I almost like feel, it's, it's a way to kind of feel connected to, because we, we, we kind of think about people in the past in the abstract, right? They're not really real people. Yeah, we've, we view right? them through a screen, I agree, yeah. yeah. There, is, there, is a, there is a consistent human consciousness the whole way along. It's, it's something that it's nice to feel a level of like connection to the past with because it's something mm-hmm. you're sharing with someone that you'll, you've never met. They, don't, they can't even conceive of your existence, but you're both laughing at a joke like um, a man got into a river and nearly drowned and swore to himself that he would never enter the water again until he'd learned to swim. Okay, it's a bit okay, of a whiff yeah. from down. Yeah, right. I get. Uh, yeah, it was just a little confused. I understand. It took. It, it, honestly, it just took me a second. I was like, "Well, how's he going to learn to surf? He doesn't get in the water." That's the, that's. But it was just. That's the. But joke, I was like, yeah. "Wow, I, I don't know why that took me such a circuitous route." I'm sorry. We yeah. can, you can pipe in some laughter here. I'll, I'll, I'll leave some laughter. No, here no, here it's fine. Don't worry about it. Look, it's very advanced. That's a good joke, Rod. That's a good one. That's a good anyway. One. There's lots of others. I'm not going to get into it because I want to save them. I want to do an episode of Half House History on on the book, and I don't know how I'm going to. Do it, but I will, and it's going to be great. Anyway, um, but no, the the gifts I really want to come to, again, both of these are history-themed here as well because Megan, she she knows me, right? Mm-hmm. She got me a, a coprolite, which for yeah, those of you who don't that. know, is just a fossilized turd, right? So about 5 million years ago, a, a turtle laid some laid some rope on a, on a beach in Madagascar, yeah. <laughs> right? And it fossilized and now I own it, right? So I'm, ve- and it looks like a poo poo as well. Megan wouldn't touch it. That's how much she thought. It's, it's, I mean, it's just rock. It's just, it's fossilized, right? It's, it's petrified, it's petrified shit, but Megan wouldn't touch it because it looks so much like poo. Um, and the other Her one, I, touch it is, is strange. <laughs> and I knew you'd be a fan of this, right? A, oh, I'm jealous of this dude. A computer chip, right? This thing is about a centimeter and a half long and maybe just under a centimeter wide. A, a proper old school computer chip that was in use at NASA Mission Control sometime during the 70s. I am extremely envious of this, so much so that I'm considering going to buy one. So this thing could have been sending bits and bytes to the Voyager probes, right? Famous Mm -hmm. NASA mission from the 70s. This thing absolutely rules, and I couldn't believe she got this for me because, like, what a gift, right? Incredible. I am genuinely considering buying one. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, I... it's it's an absolute treasure, right? Megan has bought me a lot of historical treasures. Last year was it last year? Year before, I can't remember. She bought me a coin that was in use at the time of Alexander the Great. There's a picture of Alexander the Great on one of the on one of on the obverse or the reverse. I don't know on on the coin, right? Which I've got on display. And now, so I'm building like a little museum, Dennis. I do. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. I got my my uh, my Chernobyl medal and my um. My you could do your Apollo patch from Apollo one. Apollo yeah. patch. Yep, yep, yep. I'm yep. exactly the same boat, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I, lo- I love I love all that atomic era, Cold War, middle of the century yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and this this like yeah this the stuff that she got me, apart from the bloody cup of soups, immediately <laughs> all of it just straight to like treasured possession status. You know, do not pass right, go. You you haven't gotten to my favorite component of your gift yet. Oh, what's that? Which is the card she made. You. Oh, let's talk about the card that she made me as well, right? So. Because so Megan and I have a little tradition of making hand making each other birthday cards. I think cards are bullshit. Basically, I think they're nonsense. I think they're really stupid. I think that they're just like it's just a way for Hallmark to make money off of you because it's Mother's Day or whatever. Um, so I, I never buy greeting cards, but I do make them. Right? 
Um, and I, I make them for Megan every year, except last year I do. I hope she's going to get two this birthday. Anyway, so Megan made a card which depicts me as Link, right? Mm-hmm. With little scrubby kind of scruffy facial hair that I have and, and brown hair and blue eyes. And depicts herself as Princess Zelda, again, brown hair. Don't often see Zelda and Link with brown hair, but Megan makes it work. She's a very, very talented artist. And Zelda, or Megan, is holding out... Well, sorry, the words above the Megan Zelda are, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, right? Classic classic quote. And she's holding out Scotia, our cat, a little drawing of Scotia for me to, as Link to grab and hold. It is very... Very cute. Now, ten out of ten. Absolutely masterpiece. Here, Riley. Okay. Yep. Is Megan should have technically drawn herself as a weird old man in a cave, as I recall. Yes, that Not is that is the canon source of that quote. Yeah, she decided <laughs> it's a bit of a remix. You know, it's a bit of a remix. On I the understand. Genre. I understand the desire to depict herself as a princess and not a weird old man who I don't even know has a name. <laughs> so actually, no, no I don't know how much they explored the lore of of old man in cave. Old man, there. what gives sword? Yeah. Yes. Not sure about that, but um, the grumpy. The grumpy look on Scotia's face is is absolutely spot on. Um, an abs- another absolute treasure. What's um, actually beautiful about this is that I would say that Megan's what look like watercolors here at the bottom. Yes, yes, yes. Are um are much much um, more detailed and high resolution than any Zelda game they've put out in the last fifteen years, at least. I'd say. But Dennis, so, I'll, like, big, okay, look, we can get into this because you know, working <laughs> within the the hardware constraints of the Switch, Nintendo have nonetheless managed to craft. A masterpiece. They have forged, impro- against all the odds, Dennis, a sequel that somehow outshines the original. Outshines the original, and that yeah, right. Would is you that would you appreciate this? Would you would you would you have appreciated this card, Riley Moore, if Megan had drawn it with crayons? Listen, if she okay, that, <laughs> you're throwing a lot of heat. Are you really? I mean, I, look, Dennis. I know it's fashionable to have edgy, hot takes like this. You know, oh, Kotaku gave Breath of the Wild, gave Tears of the Kingdom six out of ten. Look at us. Oh, give us the accurate clicks. score. Sounds good to me. <laughs> really? I would thought that's generous for you. you. You're saying it's unplayable trash. So no, I, I, I just think it's bore. I don't think it's unplayable. I know I did say unplayable. That is what I said. Yeah. Look, we'll leave, leave that. Leave that to the patrons. People who have saved their money wisely by not buying Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> listen, to- listen, don't bother. <laughs> if it's a choice between the patron. Patreon and buying Tears of the Kingdom, you'll get a lot more mileage out of the te- out of Tears of the Kingdom. And also, Although, Riley, 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 Riley so, will probably yeah. suggest you do that in June, not today. <laughs> oh, pl- look, buy, go and buy Tears of the Kingdom now. Play through it, and when you finish with that, you know, June, July, whenever it is, jump over to Patreon, then and sign up. We've actually, uh, Dennis, we're only a couple of days away from our next income report for um oh, the ads for the yeah, ads. We so we'll we'll find out if uh, if things have improved. Anyway, glorious birthday with the presents. 10 out of 10 experience from Megan. Absolutely loved it. Um, but it wasn't the only thing we did. Megan booked for us as a special treat. Uh, well, what do you think of this, right? Because Megan booked for my birthday, but for us, a couple's massage, right? I am very into it. Let's let's move let's move past the the massage. We'll come back. We'll set aside the massage part and come back to it. How do you feel about buying as a present for someone else an experience that you enjoy? Mm. It's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty good move. It's pretty. It's I mean, a, it's, yeah, it's a rock it's a solid move. move yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good move to be honest. Uh, yeah, it's an odd one. 
Um, I would say normally that would be the day that Megan should buy something for the both of you that you enjoy more than she does. Hmm. You know, that might be a day where you go to like, a, a, you know, a draft. I mean, you don't do that. No, no, but I understand what you're saying. It's like, oh, here, we're going to do this thing that you enjoy and I'm going to do it with you because we're I going, know, we're yeah. going to this hot wing eating contest, like whatever, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. go to some history museum or, or something like that. Yeah, no, for sure. I understand that. But I don't enjoy massages more or less than Megan. I probably just enjoy them the same amount. So it's fine. I'm not I'm not having a go at it. It was, it was a very nice thing to do. She might have just thought it was a fun thing, to, an interesting thing to do as a couple that's a little bit romantic. And yes. I think that's okay. Yes, but it, there is an element of like, oh, isn't this a generous gift? Now I get half of it. <laughs> there know? is a little bit of that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. It's, Look, it's, it's up there with eating your M&Ms, you know? It's the same... Uh, well, deal. I don't need. Uh, can I tell? I don't need you. I don't need you on my back for that, Dennis. Because t- Megan's gonna. Because me coming in so hot with that accusation, I'm gonna. Be, you came in pretty hot. I came in more. very hot, right? Because I was digging around. I wanted some M and M's before I was digging around in the in the pantry. I was like, she's bloody eating them all. I even went and checked on her desk to see if she'd had a half finished bag of them on her desk. But no, I don't want to be the household where we have split M and M stocks. I would like to be able to eat out of the same bag of M and M's. But I mean, but if you had salt and pepper chips, right? You. Oh, well, I, mean, I wouldn't be sharing with Megan. What do I know? I wouldn't be sharing the premium snacks with Megan. So absolutely not. But uh, you know, this is—I feel like this is the first step towards us sleeping in separate bedrooms at one point. You know, <laughs> we have separate bags of M and M's, and then like within a few years, we've just sort of migrated across the house a little bit. So I'm a little concerned. But um, I, I want to get back to what you said about massages. Yeah, I yeah. Also let's, had let's, massage talk, recently, let's talk about. Yeah, sorry. I, f- I wanted to tell you about it. So, so, so you had a massage recently. I thought I'd talked about it on the podcast, but I guess between the scheduling and stuff, I actually haven't. I don't remember you telling me anything about no. the massage. So, do you want to go first or shall I go first? Oh, you go. No, that's fine. Tell us, tell us your story. So, recently, Nikki and I also went to a spa mm-hmm. for a night away. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we didn't get a couple's massage, but I, I've i had two massages, I think, in my entire life, including the one I'm about to tell you about now. Yep. So, very much a novice. I like them. First time I went, I got a hot stone massage. Someone put some hot rocks on me. It was good. More hot takes from Dennis. Massages are good. I don't know. Well, some people hate them. Really? Um, I would have thought thought you wouldn't like a massage, actually, to be honest with you. Let's get get into that. Why do you think I wouldn't like one? I don't know. I don't think you're like a stranger just rubbing you up. It doesn't seem your vibe. I mean, it's just just nice. Like, it feels good. Oh, no, I agree. I agree, but some people don't like them. All right. Fair enough. Whatever. Take different. Um, Takes all kinds. Go on. The first time I went, I was like, okay, it was this young, it was this, this young woman. And she gave me a gentle hot stone massage. I was like, that was great. Mm. And the second time I went, it was the other place, and you fill out a form beforehand. And it's like, hey, have you ever had a heart attack? All this kind of stuff. You know, yeah. Are you allergic to anything in case we want to put, like, I don't know, avocado oil on you or yeah. whatever? Okay. Yeah, and then, and in then case you want to rub paint up on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a nice shellfish facial scrub. Yeah. Uh, there's, two, there's two that I really appreciate. And one of them makes you sound like an asshole, but I love that they put this in the form. It's like, mm. Hey, do you want your massage therapist to talk to you during or no? And I was like, excellent. Yeah. Love that they put that yeah. on here. I think actually this is ringing a bell because I think I told you about the hairdresser that I go to where on the booking page, I think I mentioned this here, yeah, on the booking page of the hairdresser, you can pay for, you can book a uh, haircut or you can book a haircut, no talking. Mm. Same price. And then I feel like the they other, should charge the extra other. for no talking because that's going to attract a premium. You know what I mean? I agree. The yeah. people <laughs> who want a no talking haircut, they're going to pay for it. And then they have how firm you want your massage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Light, medium, very firm, extra firm. Broken, and I was like, broken well, last lines. one, last yeah. time, last time I had was pretty light. Yeah. You know, it was like a five foot two woman. Mm. Like, you know, she was very, you know, not, not massively upper, upper body arms. Or so I went extra firm. Yeah. Screw it. Let's go. Get in for my massage. 
And boy, oh boy, does this six foot two Brazilian man come out. <laughs> yeah. Gives you the business. Huge. Named Jose. Yeah. He looked like looked like I was about to go th- a couple rounds in the octagon yeah, with him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He beat the yeah. snot yeah. out snapped, of me. Snapped Are you joking? Yeah, like a luchador. <laughs> yeah, self the top oh rope. Yeah. God, it was yeah, good. brutal. Yeah, good, good. It was great. I loved it. Would go yeah. again. I, I see. I would. Tip. I, I, I would like. I would liked a bit of that, but unfortunately, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I had someone who had a bit of a lighter touch, but uh, it was very nice. Mm. It was. It was still. It was still a very nice time. We were in this. So we went to a place that had been sort of outfitted to be reminiscent of a cave with like, it didn't really work. It was like cheap foam, like, you know, the foam that you spray and then it goes hard. Yeah. Like that on the roof to sort of like round it off a little bit. It didn't really feel like a cave. It felt like a room what people had put foam on the top of to make it feel like a cave. (laughs) But it was fine, you know, laid down and, and had a very gentle and relaxing massage it was very nice megan i think i think she got the luchador treatment based on the noises she was making but then again she's got a dodgy knee and a dodgy shoulder so i don't know i don't know how i don't know how uh, how she would cope with with uh even the gentlest massage because she's got some areas that are pretty uh pretty prone to um so i never had a couple's but- massage are you not both just lying face down in the same room grunting last people beat you up uh, yes, yeah. The cu- the couples element really faded away once the mat. Like we weren't holding hands, you know. We weren't we weren't mm. doing any. We were just in the same room together. But it was a shared experience, and we were able to like come out and compare notes and talk about how we felt about it afterwards. And so it was nice. Okay, well, I'm not saying it wasn't. It was a nice experience. Um, but yeah, I would have I would have preferred a a luchador. I think I would have preferred a, a couple of couple of broken bones. For, a, 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 so, a, so, a solo luchador massage. Um, or even just a couple where like there's maybe there's, you know, one of those luchador tag teams that do them, right? Yeah. You and Megan go 2v2. I yeah. <laughs> that would have been, I would have, I would have preferred a bit more of a PVP experience, I think with my, uh, with my massage. Yeah, well, you're, you're, comp- you're competitive. You want an element of competition. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I want to win at, ma- no, actually I want to lose at massages. I, I want to be beaten as <laughs> I want to be beaten into a pulp when I go Well, what I think you would actually love to do is I think you would love to go into a place that has escalating levels of firmness and like hardness. And mm. I, I think you would want to go further than Megan was able to. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed That's that. But no, look, it was it was still really nice. And then we went and got uh, fish and chips from my favorite fish and chip place up here on the, on the coast. Uh, Koi mm-hmm. fish and chips. It is that it, I just I can't I, I can't sing the praise of this place enough. It is incredible. It is cheap. I just love it. Uh, so we went and had that and then watched Gladiator of all things. Odd one. Yeah. Is that, is that like a particular favorite film of yours? It was because I saw it on the plane. Sorry, I didn't watch it. I saw it as one of the options on the plane when I was flying back from Minneapolis. And I was like, I don't want to watch this on a plane screen. I want to watch this on a TV, right? Because it is like there's a bit of visual spectacle to the to, to it. Um, so, yeah, we watched Gladiator and then I spent the rest of the night playing Tears of the Kingdom. So, yeah, pretty good birthday overall. Dude, I just jammed um, Mission Impossible movies on the plane. <laughs> over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, I... I was- I've seen a I've seen a lot of um I've seen a lot of Top Gun Maverick actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've flown That's a lot a recently. I think I've seen enough of it like out of order that I could probably piece together. Well, have you seen Top Gun One? Film. I've never seen any. I, I I don't like. I don't know how many Tom Cruise films I've seen. I've seen Minority Report and I've seen. I can't think of any other Tom Cruise films that I've seen. I don't. I I don't like him. I don't care. Can for I? Him. Can I make a recommendation to you? Oh, yeah, your recommendations are always absolutely spot on. So yeah, light on me. Um, will you watch Mission Impossible Two? 
It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life oh, in really? a way that makes it very entertaining. Oh, so bad it's good. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. All it's right. weird. It's um. So Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is an old like '60s TV show, right? Okay. Like goofy gadget type thing. Oh, like like, uh, like Adam same. West Batman. Yeah, I yeah. think it's in that space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when they remade it in the '90s, the first one, it's just you know it's it's a little bit more you know serious, but it's still kind of a goofy spy movie. Well, I mean, action films. Mich- action films in the '90s. You look at like Pierce, Pierce Brosnan's Bond, right? Yeah, it's similar to that. It's, it's a little darker. But they're not just much. all, but they, no, they're just over the top, is what I'm saying. Like the the action films made there were just it was just all spectacle, no substance. Like that's just so what they go for. Yeah, Mission Impossible Two. They got John Woo to direct it, right? Okay, who's John Woo? John Woo is like this, like um, he directs like crazy kung fu movies with like a bunch of doves and stuff. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, if you ever seen someone dive and shoot two guns at once, it's probably a John Woo movie. Yeah, right. And this movie is garbage. Oh, you're really selling it to me. You're really it's making me so watch it. good. Yeah, right. Okay. Like, uh, let me give you a, 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 just a, a brief snippet. Oh. Towards the climax of the film, okay. Tom Cruise gets on a motorbike to get away. Yeah. And the bad guy also gets on a motorbike to chase him. Neither of them have expressed. The ability to ride or the inclination for owning motorbikes up to this point. And they go for a little chase. And they're facing off at the end, right? So what they do is, right, they drive their motorbikes at each other oh, head on. they're jousting now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And towards the end, as they're about to hit each other, they slam the brakes. So they both fly off the motorbikes and they collide in midair and start fist fighting. <laughs> they're fist fighting in midair. Yes, you have to see this movie. (laughs) Don't pay for it. No, I know. Just this. This is one you can get from the high seas. All right. Okay. You have my blessing to do that on this one. Once I finish Deathloop, that'll be the first film that I watch. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. Anyway, thank you for that earnest recommendation. I will file it away with all the others, and um, I'll I'll come back and report the moment that I watch Tom Cruise Mission Impossible, episode one hundred and eighty-five of Have a Listen to This. Yeah. Yeah. Mark your calendars. Riley, uh-huh. I want to talk to you about a subject that I think you're much deeper and expert in than I am. Let's go. Love it. All right. Excellent. Yep. I want to talk to you about tattoos. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah Ooh, disappointed right. by that one. Okay. No, what it's fine. It's, it, uh, it, I just, it, I know it's going to, it's going to, this discussion is going to result in some, not embarrassing confessions from me, but just some, some like, it's just, ah, uh, yeah, you're gonna you'll, you'll find out soon enough why this is something that annoys me to talk about. So yeah, hit me go. What's up? So in Vegas, I came the closest I've ever come to to getting a tattoo. I was gonna say if you're gonna tell me now, you really buried the lead on that one because I was asking about Vegas and how it was and all this sort of stuff. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. You're very breezy about your trip to Vegas. Couple of couple of hundred dollars yeah. down, I understand in the red. But um, if you come back yeah. with a tattoo, holy moly! So there were four of us going to Vegas: me, yeah. Steve, Nikki, and Jeff, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, and. We were going to, and Steve didn't want to, so we didn't. Yeah. But we'd float the idea of each getting a small, a spade, a heart, a diamond, and a club. And I was like, that's a cool group tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. That is a very, very Real. small, very discreet. Yeah. For it's it's it really shows you as as people who are just like really like bravely unafraid of cliche. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. What would you have got? Oh, uh, let, let me guess. You would have been a spade. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I knew one. it was a spade. I knew it. Yeah, right. Okay. That's one, dude. So, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Steve was... No, 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 Don't tell me. Oh, we, ha- we hadn't settled who would get each. That oh, okay, okay, we okay. That's a shame. That's a shame. I'd call dibs. Yeah, you're like spade. Steve was like, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And Steve was like, I'm not getting a tattoo. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, good on you, Steve. And then, you, of course, you can't swim for a while after you get one. So, and yeah. he was like, I'm going to Portugal next week. I'm not, not being able to swim in yeah. Portugal. Sorry. So, yeah. so it all kind but, of fell over. Well, Jeff did get a tattoo. Oh, he did? Yeah, so Jeff has some tattoos already. Yes. Um, but he got one tattoo that I would love to get your take on, Riley. And Go this ahead. isn't to critique it. There's a specific element of the design that I think well, you might be... The thing about tattoos is a little bit like baby names. Uh, if you don't like them, you still have to say that you do because they're permanent. Well, that's not that's not. Qu- I agree with that statement. And Jeff does listen to the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to send so, you a photo of Jeff's tattoo now. Jeff, no matter what, I'm going to tell you I love this tattoo. I'm opening up the photo well, that Dennis has sent to me. And well, look, I have seen worse tattoos. So there's something that steve pointed out yeah that made him aghast at this tattoo okay i'm checking that so so uh, let's 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 bring the listener up to speed i realize I, they can't see the tattoo so the tattoo is of two dice two d6s correct right for those more correct. nerdly inclined the very first thing i did when looking at these dice is to check that they um are at least at least potentially fair that is to say that there isn't a visible three and four or two and five, or one and six <laughs> on on adjacent faces. I'm happy to say that that is not the case. There is these dice are at least conceivably fair, so that's good. They're they're not fair. How not? That's the problem. How you can't orient two dice in this way. You can't have a dice with a one and a three next to each other, and a dice with a one and a four next to each other. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. You can't because you, you can't because of the two. You absolutely can. You, no, look you, at okay, it. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm looking at it, Dennis. I'm looking at it. I'm, I, I can tell you exactly how this can be oriented. Riley, I, 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 we went through this debate a couple of times. These dice cannot have opposing faces that I have to send. Yes, they can. They can't. They can. I, okay, I so, exactly. so on the first die, right, you can see three faces. One on the top, right, three facing the viewer, and then two on the right. On the other one, you can only see two faces because the first one is obscuring the right-hand face. Um, on the on the left hand one, sorry, um, the right hand dice is obscuring one face on the left. On the left one, you have a one at the top, right, and then you have a four facing facing the viewer. Riley, please go and grab two d sixes and orientate them in this fashion. It is impossible. Why do I need to get two d sixes physically when I can just do it in my mind? Three and four because are on opposite sides. Two and five, one and six. So you put the one at the top and you orient it so there is a three facing you with a two on the right, and then you have the other one rotated. 180 the degrees. two wouldn't be showing. The five would be showing. Oh, so you're talking about it's the. What do you mean? Why? Why wouldn't the two be showing? I tried to do this with two dice. You can't do it. Is every single dice on the face of the earth right? If it's got the three facing you with the one on top, the two is to its left, not its right. Correct. Correct. Okay, but this doesn't make it not a fair die. But it makes it not a real die. Well, maybe it's a die that was done in the mirror. So this no, I, reje- I reject. I reject this. I reject this. No, no, no. It's still a fair die. So it's this is the this is the debate we got into where Steve was like, "Hang this on, is not hang on, hang on, one second. Like. I, I don't even just have one or two. I've I have about forty d sixes. I'll be back in a second. I'm going to see if okay, even okay. one of them is around this side. This is nonsense. I think it's going to be impossible. I, I agree. I did. I did. I did what Riley's doing now when we first talked about this. I went and grabbed some craft size that I have here at home, and I tried to orient them. And you actually can't. You actually can't. I think I even took some photos that I can send to Riley from my attempt to recreate this four-dimensional dice puzzle, which I'm sure is very scintillating to try and picture in your mind, dear listener, as <laughs> we discussed this. What I actually wanted to I get at, though, was how does, Riley, 
Okay, how, how are we looking, Riley? All right, so where's this picture again? This is a great, great piece of content. For I was just telling only. the listeners how, how, how audio, audio friendly this is. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, so you they do, they do seem to have been cast please. from the same thing where, yeah, if you've got the one on top, the two is to the left of the three. Yeah, okay. All yeah. Right. yeah. So it is almost certainly mirrored dice. Yes, yeah. but it's still a fair die is the point. It's still a fair die. So this is actually a very common dice design. And we saw a couple of places, not even just tattoo places in Vegas, that had this exact image, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this sort of, And I think it is to show both Snake Eyes and, quote, unquote, Big Red or Seven. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but... So I want to get your take on this. So this, Steve felt this was a imperfect tattoo, which made him be like, "I would never get this," and Jeff be like, "I love this." Yeah, that's I'm good. I'm glad. It. I'm glad that Jeff's leaning into it rather than being frustrated by it. All right. Well, I've lined up about twenty of these dice, and uh, yeah, no, you're you right. just can't be done. Yeah. Well, it's it's, but it's not. Again, I don't I don't see the problem with this just because that's how happened how dice happen to be printed. You know what I mean? Like that's not an issue for me. Um, the what would have really bothered me is if you could see a two and a five or a three and a four or a one and a six that then i would be saying um yeah get the steel wall jeff because that's no good yeah that's over the line for you yeah. but i think there's something interesting about like getting a tattoo it's not this isn't like a you know an mc escher type optical, optical illusion where you're getting a tattoo of like the, the tuning fork that you can't physically make or whatever you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah but it is it is a tattoo of something that doesn't exist it is a cine peep kind of vibe I bet you could and find some get... dodgy knockoff dice that looked like that. I bet you could. How would you... So let's mm. talk a little bit about tattoos. I have never found anything interesting enough to commit to my flesh. And I don't think I ever will, to no. be honest with you. No, except a little spade. I would have liked that. I would I would have gotten that on my wrist so I could just wear a watch if I wanted. It's probably the way to do it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but you hinted earlier when I brought up tattoos that you have a tattoos that you are not such a fan of anymore. Yeah. It's something I know about you, actually. It's what? Something that you've talked to me before about yeah. on the podcast, though. I've got a lot of tattoos. I don't know what a lot is. I, I don't have a lot. I've got a couple. I've got a few. I've got... You've got like eight, maybe? Uh, it, depends, it depends how you count them. I have basically tattoos on both my upper arms, one above my heart, and one across my right shoulder. And for the most part, I don't like them, and I'd rather not have them. Um, oh, wow. I didn't realize it should. I knew, I knew you like didn't like the Star Wars one very much anymore. No, it's, yeah. The, so I've got a Star Wars one, a Pokemon one, a Hobbit one, a D&D one, one some spaceships, and uh, one from Gaog Elsa, the guy the guy who tried to kill Hitler, and then a Mountain Goat tattoo. Mountain Goat tattoo is staying no matter what. That one, that's, that's, yeah, that's absolutely. John, John Daniel has eminent domain on that. <laughs> he does, right? That's, that's uh, you know, that's his, that's part of, that, 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 that possession, that's no longer my possession. But, um. I like the spaceships across my shoulder. I think that looks cool. But the rest of them, I don't know, just look a bit messy. Just a bit all over the place. And I kind of wish I hadn't got them. I went and consulted with the tattoo removalist place and was quoted like four and a half thousand dollars to get rid of them. Like, I mean, I don't yeah, want it. But it, costs, it costs five times as much I to get rid of I don't them. Want them that. I, don't, I don't not want them that much. Um, but yeah, they just look a bit of a mess. And I kind of regret getting them. Not hugely. Like, I don't regret what they stand for or anything. And I still am very deeply associated with, like, the, what they represent. You've kind of just grown out of having them. Yeah, I just don't really like how they look anymore. Um, I don't I don't regret them in the sense that, you know, you might regret the name of, like, a girl you got and then broke up with. Like, that, I think, is something you're like, oh, geez, what an idiot. But, like, here, it's just like, oh, I just kind of wish I didn't have them. But um, I can't wish them away. Wishing's not going to do me any good, Dennis. So I'm stuck with them because four and a half thousand dollars. Oh boy, no thanks. I wasn't expecting such a somber tone. I, I actually wasn't expecting to talk about your tattoos very much. I just wanted to get your take on the like 
deliberately imperfect. Not deliberately. I think it's actually bad enough how deliberate this is. Um, yeah. Like imperfect that too. But now, now we struck upon a relatively sad vein of, mm. I didn't realize you felt that strong. I remember, you t- I remember you telling me not long ago that you didn't love your Anakin and Obi-Wan one anymore. That, well, it's interesting yeah. that that's the one that you took away. I, don't, I really don't like the Messino one. That's the one I really don't like. Um, I like that one. No, I don't like it. It looks like a stupid QR code. Um, and then it does look a little bit like a, like, like a QR code. That's actually it's true. Really dumb because yeah. I do look like a, I do look like it does look a little bit like if I scan it, I'll get a brunch menu. Yeah, no exactly. that. yeah. And then I don't like the I don't like the position of the. So I've got one that has the front cover of the Hobbit with D and D dice on it, and yeah, because that's like where my love of fantasy and all that sort of stuff came from, and it then evolved into a love of D and D. But it's just I just don't really like how it looks, man. It's just it just I don't like I don't like wearing t-shirts and having them poke out the bottom. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I, I just I, it, it's frustrating because I, I, I realized I that I didn't you. want these tattoos as I was halfway through getting one. Um, Ooh yeah. no! So <laughs> Which I, one was the one that broke the Riley's back? The clock. So Georg also built a bomb that just looks like a clock with two faces. And when I was getting that done halfway through, I was like, I don't want this tattoo, and I also don't want any of the others that I've got anymore. And that's really yeah. So. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Is, but um, it is what it is. That is your strange. That is your strangest tattoo. Um, it's the, probably the, yeah, if I had to get rid of them in order, that would probably be the one of the last to go. I do like it. I think it looks good, but um, it just looks a mess. It's just kind of horrible. Like some people have sleeves, or some people have tattoos. Like the Rock, right? The Rock has a tattoo that makes sense with his body. It just looks. It augments his body, right? I think it looks very good. Um, I think your missing note does that for you genuinely. No, I don't like it at all. It's just hanging out in my armpit. It's just it's just a weirdly placed place tattoo. For instance, I like the tattoos that I've got of those spaceships across my shoulder. I think that aesthetically looks good. But um, yeah, no, I'm just waiting for someone to invent a magical tattoo gun that'll cost me like a hundred dollars to just burn them out, burn them off, and that'll be it. But um, yeah, it's not um, it's not a good look. And and the other thing about getting rid of tattoos is it takes ages. It takes like a year and a half. Um, yeah. Like you can see Rob McElhenney from Always Sunny, right? He's been getting his tattoos removed recently. And you can still see, and now they just look like, they look even worse while they're being burnt away. Is like, the thing. They're just like weird burned scars, right? But they yeah. go bit by bit. So it looks like yeah. unfinished or messy or just poor quality tattoos. So you've got that for like a year. So um, also he has a lot more money than you or I do. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. And, 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 that, and that's the thing. Like he's not going, he's not going somewhere cheap. So it's a shame, and I kind of regret the choices that I made. In, oh, no, not really. No, I think that's unfair. That's unfair to the 23-year-old and the 18-year-old. No, how old was I? 19, the 19-year-old who was getting those tattoos. You know, That's not fair to him to say it was a, it was a silly thing or thing to regret because like, he made those choices based on what was important to him, and I respect that. But I don't want to carry those Of course. Tattoos that's, anymore. I mean, that's, the, that, that's the trade-off you get with tattoos, right? Yeah, yeah. Riley... I just looked up um, Rob McIntyre's tattoos going to see what you're talking about. And you're right. They are fading like asymmetrically. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the top comment I saw is, why did, why did Rob McIntyre get rid of his tattoos? Yeah. And it says, oh, they were tribal, but he wasn't a member of the tribe. And they said, which tribe is that? And it says, the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. So that's a that's an Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference. We really, but you really need to be a fan of the show in order to get a lot out of this uh, out of this podcast. Oh, by the way, Dennis, I heard, I heard you on their podcast this week, mate. Congratulations. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it, did they, pub, they publish the Dublin one? Yeah, they did. I heard you hooting and hollering in the back. I, I could make out your voice specifically, mate. So that's really cool. You're a Among guest, sixteen thousand other people. Yeah, a guest, <laughs> uh, a guest star. I suppose you could say on the Always Sunny podcast. That's huge. I think. I, I mean, I assume I'll get a check at some point. Oh, 100 percent, absolutely. I mean, with the, all the ads that they're Charlie put- did. 
Charlie did make a joke about that because they did the thing where they got everyone to yell and they were going to play it in the back uh, backwards at the end of the season that I talked to you about. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And he was like, he was like, please don't ask for a SAG yeah, check. Yeah, and we're not we're not paying. It's, it's, it's like... not coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. unpaid work from the yeah. uh, from the always sunny boys. Um, so if you were to get a tattoo, and I know this is a big if because you won't, and you can just take the boring answer and be like, I never would. But if you were to get a tattoo, what would it be of? Here's the thing, Riley. I, I'm a huge. This is how much I don't really want a tattoo, right? Yes. I am a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. No, you're not. Are you really? I know, right? By by there the by is, the famed auteur Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima, yeah. There is a famous, iconic, in-universe tattoo. What is that? From Metal Gear Solid, the Foxhound one. Is that a tattoo, though? Mer- oh, yeah, of course. That, that yeah, Meryl has, yeah. yeah. That I could yeah. get, and I'm like, nope. What about, so if, what if, about it's a, not, if it's not that, I don't know what I What about a tattoo be. in the style of that famous artist? Um, what's the, Yeah, the artist who did all like the Well, that's flowy... tricky, though, because I'm expecting the tattoo artist, I guess you could trace it just, but the tattoo artist to be able to reflect the brush strokes of this very you can, talented you can get no, you can definitely get watercolor tattoos you definitely can you go to an artist who specializes in i'm looking at pictures of them now they look like watercolor tattoos now are they going to last how long are they going to look like that colors don't yeah, tend that, to that, that's oh yeah when you google yoji shinkawa it's like do you want to, oh well some of these are terrible <laughs> well yeah that's uh, that is what you get but there are some really good ones as well so you're saying that you would only i mean this is something obviously something you love right metal gear solid something that's had a huge impact on your yeah. life yeah yeah something I that i don't know i don't think i would even you know it's a sort of you've built like treasured memories playing these games as a kid like these are core memories almost you know something's been a big part of your life for a very long time and even that no no i don't think so i just don't think i'm a tattoos kind of guy dennis what about something else that you're very fond of very attached to something else that has helped you build core memories and you know something else that has enriched your life in a way dennis what about now, if you suggest imagine the tattoo no 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 within an inch of your life not a magic feeling tattoo, Dennis. My proposal to you, Dennis, is why don't you get a tattoo of my face? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. On your mm-hmm. face. Ooh, in like a face-off John Travolta No, no, just, you know, just, no, look. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm talking like tasteful, you know, very elegant, refined. Just my, just on, my face on your cheek. You know, just, just really, me. If I, like, if I wanted to get a tattoo... Oh, that's something that really meant something to me. Okay. Something that I, you know, stuck with and has made a lasting impression on me that I saw through to the end. I would obviously just get a death loop tattoo. That's, really, that's 100% what I'd go for. And I I expect you to, when you play the, when you play the game, you'll understand. You'll understand. That's yeah. all I have when to I play say. the first half, of, when I play the first half of the game, then put it down and never play it again. Yeah. Best half, many would say. Yeah. Many would say it's the best half. Maybe, maybe, Dennis, we could get matching unfinished Deathloop tattoos when the time comes. There you go. go. Perfect. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode and hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, The download numbers show up all the same. So, Whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies, again, that downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, 
we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 